Ain't this what they been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to right. grind like Welcome that. Welcome in to From like the Nosebleeds. Vince Lobiondo here with Pat O'Leary. Mm-hmm. No Seamus today. Uh, probably because it's a Sixer-centric episode, so <laughs> he took this one off. Seamus <laughs> didn't want to get involved in basketball talk. No. He rarely does, <laughs> which is crazy because at this point, how often do we even talk about baseball? I mean, there's nothing to really talk about. I mean, I mean recently, let, I mean, this week there would have been something to talk been, about, yeah. which is hilarious. That, yeah, aren't, is. aren't they good all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, I know. They're like six and one in their last Dude, it's seven that or something like that. cycle where they're going to get you to buy <laughs> yep, in again exactly. so they can rip your heart I was out. waiting until August. I was expecting them like a late yeah. August run and like get me back into it. But now they're think, doing it now. I think that they realized how bad people were falling away <laughs> and they were like, all right, we have to like kind of pull this card early this year. I think it was that and them wearing the Sixers jerseys. You know, that that helps. Yeah. Uh, Luke, <laughs> what, what's the guy? So, Luke, uh, I hope he lost a bet. The, no, I think I think he's a rookie hit. I think he was getting rookie hits. Rookie hit. Okay, good. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure I don't know where he's from, but I'm pretty sure he's not from New York. So it would make no sense that he. Yeah, that was that was a bad, a bad look. <laughs> but um, I was cracking up because he's walking out with the Yingling lights <laughs> too, was, and I was, was like, funny. bro, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> it's like, one, you're wearing a Nets jersey. Two, you're wearing out Yingling lights. Not even like <laughs> they're making and Yingling then, lights. Yeah, or I think they call it flight. Something like that. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Oh, I know. It's like the blue and white cans. Yeah. Yeah. They're weird. (laughs) Wasn't there a guy in a a Celtics jersey too? I don't know. That was JT. JT JT was in a Larry Bird jersey. Uh, okay, the Larry Bird jersey is an exception, <laughs> but still, it's the Celtics, and you're yeah. playing in Philadelia. I mean, especially and you playoffs. live in fucking Montana. <laughs> yeah, and then like, Reese what? is wearing a Sacramento Kings jersey. That's where he's from. Like, that's fine. That like, whatever. Funny, yeah. They're not even in the playoffs. Then, Who gives uh, a fuck? <laughs> Ar- Archie Bradley was wearing the full uh, Iverson get off. Oh, that was fucking what's awesome, the, bro. What's your opinion on that? Was that a tryhard or was that <laughs> oh, yeah. awesome? No, but that's why people are gonna love him because I mean, Bryce taught him the perfect way to pander, and that's yeah. just wear whatever the fans. They love. are Bryce is a great pander. Bryce, like literally. Like, I mean, he's going to be here for goddamn fucking like nine more years. So like, of course, he's going to be able to ha- or going to have to pander to the fans of the slightest. Well, we've already talked with the Phillies more in this podcast <laughs> than we have in about three weeks. So uh, sorry you couldn't be here for this one, Seamus. But um, quick Sixers, uh, quick uh, Phillies recap. Gene Segura, really good. Yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> he keeps just hitting walk-offs, dude. That 7-0 blown lead against the Yankees was fucking weird, but that was I, we won, I guess. <laughs> That was just like Hector Neris deserves to be strung up. Yeah. And just in the middle of fucking. Also, <laughs> I, the Yankees he are such a dumpster so fire. Like, I don't understand how you justify not playing Stanton when you're like on mm-hmm. the road in the NL. He because DH'd. You're yeah. <laughs> like, so you just don't play him at all? He's or wait, no, I don't even players. think he DH'd. He, uh, no. he pinch hit. Yeah. He was pinch hitting in like the night. They nine. played here, so there was no DH, yeah. so they didn't play him in the yeah. outfield, so he didn't play. It was so weird. Which is ridiculous, because that's one of your best players, mm-hmm. and like, is it an injury thing? I guess they're scared, but like, that's that's beyond me. I, I don't know. It makes no sense. Uh, they should. I feel like they should be a lot better, because one, they I feel like they should have crushed us, because we're yeah. not that good. No. I know we just got Bryce they're back. They're also bad. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you'd expect them with a guy like Aaron Judge to actually like get some hits and yeah. like, get it going. But during the weekend, I realized why I could never be a baseball commentator because Kutch hit a hit a ball so hard, and I thought it was out, and I was going nuts. And yeah. then, of course, it doesn't go out, and that no, happened like three times this weekend. And I was like, "Holy shit, I would be really fucking bad at this." Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's different every when you're ball that gets hit hard. I'm going nuts, like it's out of here. It's different when you're like 
at the field versus at home because when you see a hard hit ball at home all you see is it just go up and then they don't really you can't see it because yeah. they can't just put shine the camera up at the sky you wouldn't see it anyway yeah i thought but i thought a couple balls had gone. <laughs> premature celebration but um yeah no i mean it's it's i mean even the segura walk-off like the double he had like i thought that was gone yeah. but no but um <laughs> jimmy six baby yeah i know he's just ripping those bogues and fucking hitting darts <laughs> my only other baseball take is of vladdy guerrero jr is fucking great yeah and i feel like every single week i see him hit over the monster at least once like how many it's times nuts. has he done that this year like it's nuts it seems like he's done it like five times i mean the fact that a kid that young is just like absolutely demolishing like one of the most storied walls i guess in fucking yeah. baseball is insane also i haven't been keeping up with it like in live time but i keep seeing replays of college baseball shit looks lit Mm -hmm. it honestly looks lit yeah i forget what the guy's name was i saw a highlight this morning but he made this insane diving catch in center field i think his first name's rowdy yeah which is awesome i've seen (laughs) some (laughs) monster home runs like that kid from notre dame hit one out of the ballpark i didn't even see that like that's how how much i keep up with college baseball but you know but (laughs) yeah i I saw clips and i was just like this looks fucking lit i'll probably never watch it but like just those 30 seconds of pure bliss when someone crushes oh, like yeah. a game-winning grand slam oh, and yeah. the crowd goes wild. And I feel like it's a little like more lighthearted. Obviously, it probably isn't, but I mean, it just feels less just because it's not you're rooting for a team. You're just watching Seamus is listening to this right now fuming. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. Are there any like local college baseball teams? St. Joe's. I mean, I used to go watch them play every once in a while when I was there, but I was like fucked up every time and just like tailgating it. So, <laughs> so what, just St. Joe's then? I, guess. I, I mean, LaSalle apparently has a pretty LaSalle, good program because I mean, they just got saved. That whole, yeah, the whole thing with yeah, Portnoy Dave saved Portnoy them. Saving LaSalle baseball. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, he, wow. he like did a fundraiser for them, donated a bunch of money, saved like saved the program, yeah, I think whatever. Yeah, he did a pizza review at a, yeah. at a LaSalle place like, mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. yeah the no, kid that was like the head of it. Yeah. Yeah, and he donated like a shit ton of the fundraiser or some shit and then like it was matched. Part of the, was it part of the Barstool fun thing? Uh, that, that that was like right before but that's kind of what started him wanting to do stuff like that i think right right so well sorry seamus again for uh, the baseball talk but we'll wrap it up now so you can uh stop crying at home <laughs> sixers sixers sixers, sixers. Uh, okay so the reason i wanted to start with dreams and nightmares today is because i want people to just get excited because i don't think they're gonna lose this yeah, you, were, you were about to kill me last night i was about to kill you Listen, vince is getting all fucking depressed last I night get, in the group chat <laughs> i get very pessimistic <laughs> in the moment you just got to give me a day to collect my thoughts <laughs> i was very doom and gloom last night yeah he's like texting he's like we're gonna lose the series, man. Hawks and six. Like I don't know what's gonna. Like we're I didn't done. say Hawks and six. Hawks I and never. Six. I never said that. <laughs> but that was the sentiment. I, <laughs> I was saying some things that were utterly pessimistic. Of All course. I know is I saw one that you were like, I don't know if we win this one, and I was like, I, I replied, I and I was like. I swear to God, if you're like this on the podcast tomorrow, I'm going to fucking rip you new asshole. Because <laughs> my like my main point in thinking like, obviously, I don't think we're going to lose the series. I think we're yeah. going to win. Yeah. And like, I'm not even necessarily like mad. We lost the game in terms of the fact like I think I'm still confident we're going to win the series. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that. We have to play an extra game now because of yeah, Joel. Exactly. Like the more games he has to play. The, the more obviously risk he's taking getting mm-hmm. injured or just wearing himself down. Like he yeah. looked gassed last night just beyond like the knee thing. Yeah, and so then like, you give Clint Capella I, fucking yeah. like, Cl- confidence. Clint Capella also to <laughs> fucking douchebag comment in, like, in the conference. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, if you, you, if yeah. you fatigue him, then you know he's, he's not good. I'm like, shut the fuck up. He's averaging 30 points and 15 <laughs> rebounds on you with, like, one like, leg. 
<laughs> and know. you're talking shit. Like, and you're supposed to be like the crazy offensive rebounder defense. Like you're supposed to be this great rebounder. And now you're just getting fucking he, outclassed. He, he finally opened his mouth after Embiid had one bad yeah, game. I, know. I fucking can't wait until he drops like 50 <laughs> tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Quick, I mean, quick aside, there's only uh, one game in between games now. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You know one how, day, like yeah. the last game there yeah. was two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now it's I, that's the way it should have been throughout the whole thing. Because I kind of hate the extra day off anyway. I thought they always did that when they had to travel. Yeah, that's what like, I thought. They, they do when they have to travel, but for some reason they were just doing that in between the the uh, first two games in Atlanta. I don't know why. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was weird. Strange, yeah. But, like, let's talk about what went wrong in this game. They come out firing. Like, yeah, all Embiid, cylinders. What did Embiid have, 10 points in the first I quarter? I think he ended with uh, 11 in the first. Ben, ben had... had bro, both of them I in the first it. quarter had... <laughs> Embiid had nine rebounds. Ben had eight. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm standing, I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, Ben's going for triple double. He's scoring at least fifteen. Like, like my main one of my main problems with the game was the first quarter and first half in general. Seth Curry was our offense, and then mm-hmm. the second half he got phased out, and it just doesn't make any sense. Well, that's because I mean you're shuttling the ball to Embiid when he's hurting, and it's like obviously, I mean not hurting, but like off. He was off, right? Yeah. And like you and gotta like, as a number one seed in a team that has championship aspirations, mm-hmm. when you see your number one guy is that off, you got to go through someone else. Yeah, and, and like Ben and Tobias should be more than capable of handling that load, mm-hmm. especially when you have Seth who was on fire. Is on fire, yeah. right? I mean, and he has been on fire just in general in the playoffs. So it's right, like, why not like, feed him? And that's that's the part that sucked about that end shot because obviously Shake should have taken that. He was wide right, open. My but. my opinion on that is like everyone's kind of getting on Shake. I'm not saying you are, but a mm-hmm. lot of people are. Killing him, yeah. Like I was, yeah. Like my my thing <laughs> yes. is, Doc Rivers drew up a play. Shake Milton is probably like I'm the second year bench guy who's just getting his minutes back. Yeah, I'm not gonna ruin the. I'm not gonna steer away from this play and f- potentially fuck yeah. my minutes up again. Like, no, I get that. I, I just, I'm not it saying it's when the right move, but shot, I'm saying yeah. that that's probably his thinking. Like Doc mm-hmm. drew up this play. I'm running this play. Yeah. Regardless of what happens. It's just it sucks too, because if Kevin Herter's not on the back right there, Seth probably makes that shot. Right. If you throw a better pick coming around, then also I gotta admit, I absolutely love uh the NBA specifically calling out James Harden and Trey Young in this that potential was rule change. Awesome. Because listen, <laughs> that was I'm not awesome. trying to be a bitter fan or anything or just hate unnecessarily, but Trey Young is not fun to watch. He's not. Yeah. Like he'll hit a deep Come three on. and that's he'll hit a deep when three he, and yeah. that's awesome. But like that's fun. all he does is foul bait. It's a, it's his entire move set besides like, floaters. Like game three where he literally just stopped at the top of the key and Ben like barely ran into him and they're like calling and he goes up for a shot after Ben runs into his, him and they call his, where, where was this taking the Knicks series. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I was genuinely wasn't really watching too. it. <laughs> okay, because all, a lot of the games were during the Sixers game. Most so of the like, hate you see in the comments are still yeah. from the Knicks fans saying yeah. that he's a foul baiter. Mm-hmm. And like I've said this before, I think that he's one of the biggest examples of someone that does what that rule states, like jumping into people unnaturally. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not fair in the NBA. Like you can't really play defense because you get close to a guy like that, mm-hmm. you might give him room to land, but he'll just fucking jump into you even yeah. if you land. A couple of yeah. inches away. Like mm-hmm. I mean, something like that, yeah. But if you're attached to, you know, somebody's hip, they're gonna automatically pull up because you made the mistake of, you know, yeah. running against the guy's hip, and he's gonna pull up for a shot. So it's kind of like, I get that, but yeah, I mean, there, like there, that. There, backup, yes, there, there, there is a balance of right. you know bending the rules yeah. and, and like knowing these dumb little things that exactly. you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And it's yeah. like I don't want to be like uh, 
be what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't I don't want to be uh, hypocritical. Yeah. Because Joel will say Joel yeah, gets he utilizes that too. Obviously, but like when you watch Joel, for them obviously every player in the NBA flops, but mm-hmm. for the most part, Joel gets fouled so much because the opposing center can't guard him. Yeah. Like Trey Young. That's the only way you can defend him. Trey Young does that shit a lot, and he's not the only one. But it's just like we're playing him right now, so we're obviously seeing it. Yeah. And like. I don't know if it's a hot take, but like, is he even that great of a three point shooter? Like, he really he, hasn't been this series. In general, he he is, but yeah, he hasn't been this series. He's t- he takes some abysmal shots. Like that shot mm. last oh, that night brick. in the first quarter. Oh, so like, funny! Where he was wide the fuck open and yeah. didn't even hit the rim. Yeah, it literally just that was that was terrible. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and, and then you got John Collins, who his whole move set is put back dunks. Yeah, I know. And then I didn't like the flagrant on Joel because. It looked like on a Dwight natural or, on, or Dwight, Dwight, sorry. Yeah. It looked like a natural box out move where John Collins just ran his head. into his elbow. Exactly. Just like literally like like what do you want Dwight to do? He's literally turning around. Like you're obviously that's gonna be a foul. But the it ben, shouldn't be like yeah. a flagrant or the flagrant. Ben it wasn't flagrant, intentional. I agreed with a little more. Not that I didn't yeah. think it was soft, but because that's the But also like going. call that consistently because if we go back to Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook in yeah. the Wizards games, then like uh, but you know, whatever. You, you sign up with that when you'd sign Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah. no, I know, I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree because I mean he like like everybody says Doctor uh, Dwight's going to use his fouls and we know that but like when it's something like that it's like all right just call a regular foul why you got to call flagrant on that yeah it it just looked bad because of how fast and fucking big Ben is and like he banged them around a little bit but, yeah I mean you could make the argument it was soft but I, at the end of the day I was like I think it's going to be a flagrant one I don't completely disagree with it but. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and then the you, I mean the overall message in those things is the refs. The refs weren't great, and I don't want to. I don't like being that guy that says the refs stink. But like, they didn't help us. They didn't do any favors. I mean, when you're when your big guys getting hacked within the last two minutes of the game, like when Joel was getting hacked on a lot of those shots, John like, Collins was getting away with a lot of pushing under that too. <laughs> that too, a lot. yeah. And it's like I just didn't like. You remember the one where Joel literally just went down? Yeah. And we're all just sitting there, like, and we're like, we're all just sitting in my basement. We're like. How the fuck is that not a foul? Like, how does a 280-pound man just randomly fall to the ground? Joel like, is a fucking plus, <laughs> by the way. God, God, he fucking lives to make us all nervous because oh, he I can't know. go longer than three minutes without ending up on the fucking floor. <laughs> I know. I mean, imagine if your knee was on the back burner. <laughs> it's, it's just insane. <laughs> it's like I'm just sitting there like on the edge of my seat half the time because I just am waiting for him to get up and be injured. Uh, yeah, it's like I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop. Like yeah. I'm scared. Uh, terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me. But you got to have faith in the big guy. He has said he's literally going to do everything he possibly can to be on that yeah. floor and win for us. Listen, so man, you got to trust the dedication. Him. You got to you know trust the process. There, <laughs> there, there wasn't any point in the second half you thought he should have been in there. No, there definitely was. Okay, there definitely was a couple a couple parts where I think Dwight or even put Bennett as small five, or at the very least stop running the offense through him. Yeah, I wouldn't even mind if fucking Paul Reed there. Obviously, Doc's not going to put him in, but still, Doc like, will die before he gives yeah, B-ball Paul minutes in these playoffs. <laughs> He'll fucking play Mike Scott. But <laughs> well, I mean, he tried to put Paul in the other night. I'll give yeah. him that. He tried to put him in. They couldn't get a stoppage yeah. with Toby in. Let's so. talk about George Hill. By the way, he's been stinking it up recently. He really needs to. I mean, shit around. I feel like for him, it's kind of like a shitty situation because they never really established. I mean, again, he was injured. He didn't really get that much time with the team and like after the injury or after he got back, but he never really got an established role in our offense. Yeah. Like, yeah, we kind of want to throw him out for some good defense, whatever, like defend who is whoever uh, Ben isn't on, say, if Ben's in with him or whoever Tease isn't on, if, like the second best uh, player. Yeah. But like on offense, 
especially with Shake coming back and Tyrese getting mixed in. Like, we never really gave him a role. Like, if he's in there and Ben isn't in there, he should be the primary ball handler. Like, right. 100%. Because that takes pressure off of Shake. That's not, like, we know that's not where Shake flourishes. Shake flourishes when he plays like a two or a three. So, I mean, you give George that established role, I think he's going to do a lot better. But if you're just letting him run around out there willy nilly, just like trying to figure out what the fuck he's doing, then, yeah, like, yeah, he he's not going to do it. Well. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame the guy. Like, he had what, like. A month, maybe, of yeah. healthy basketball before right. the playoffs started. Broke his hand or whatever, right? Yeah, it broke his thumb. I mean, that'll, that'll yeah. fuck up your shooting, too. That's why you see him, like, missing foul shots every once in a while, I think. But Overall, like, my thoughts on the game are just, like, your best player plays his worst game and you <laughs> lose by three. Like, it sucks, but it could be worse. And yeah. I'd say Sixers buy a lot tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, if... So, even if Embiid can't get it together, I think you're going to have a big Ben game. Again, everybody's going to come and hate for that because, like... Ben won't make his free throws, whatever. I don't care. Like, as long as he just get, is aggressive, gets to the basket, I, I think... I need to know why Giannis's free throw shooting isn't as much of a narrative in the overall NBA Because media. he's more because of an he offense. shoots threes. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's another thing. Let's talk about that. He fucking shoots, like, one for eight yeah. from three. But everyone, like... Everyone's like, Ben, shoot a three. That <laughs> needs to be the prime example of why a guy that isn't good at three Thank shouldn't you. take them. But you know why that you're not hearing that narrative? Because he doesn't play for Philadelphia? No, because he's not a point guard sure <laughs> like i mean like that's it's, like the primary like, reason because you look at most point guards historically they're good shooters yeah it, like look at chris paul like 92 percent. Giannis can literally three point shoot his way out of winning a game it's yeah it's like hilarious absolutely ridiculous i don't know I where don't he understand. gets i don't know where he gets the confidence because he'll be <laughs> oh for seven and just pull with no hesitation it's, it's just and he's like got i the get ugliest it. shot yeah. nobody's around him ever no <laughs> yeah of course not but the thing for me is like you're Giannis like drive if no one's around you you have all that space in front of you use your athletic body because that's literally all you have going for you to get around the defender that's waiting to take the charge and put and that. make them move their feet and fucking dunk it you're fucking almost seven feet tall and don't then, shoot a goddamn three what are you ugh. and then literally trade that <laughs> sit, uh, sentence and put Ben Simmons instead of Giannis yeah and no it's the yeah. same thing it is it is this is the overall thing that i've been thinking today though like no one hates philly athletes more than the philly media like, oh yeah it's it's philly athletes v philly media and then philly like, fans v philly you got, media <laughs> like, yeah, you got philly philly media radio stations putting up polls is joel Embiid making his injury out worse than it really is like <laughs> fuck you like, like why do you up. care why do you and then i looked i, get, I voted I get, in it I just to the, see what the what the percentage was and there was still like 25 percent of people that said yes and don't I was like, get me wrong what? I get that the point is they want to draw engagement, yeah. but like at the same time, like n no wonder, like we have this narrative about Philly. It's like, oh, like it's like we're like the Jimmy Butler of fucking yes. fan bases, yes. which is like, and I think he's an annoying fuck. So like we're like the same thing. <laughs> I can't even thing, imagine what like, people think of us. <laughs> we're, it's like, we're like, oh, like we're a blue collar, hardworking. It's like, that doesn't fucking matter in sports. Mm. Why do we draw? Why do we make this narrative? And like. We have to kill our fucking athletes like that are great. Like Ben Simmons, if you retired today, would be a top 10 sixer ever. Yeah. And like we're, we try to run half the fan base tries to run him out of town every chance they get. Mm -hmm. It's just because you're getting swayed by the media. Like it's the same kind of yeah. thing. It's people. Like, I mean, <laughs> kind of like other things in the world. People can't make their own opinion yeah, based mm -hmm. on what exactly. they say. Prime example. QAnon. <laughs> That's what it I meant by other there. things. It always, it always comes around to QAnon. <laughs> but, uh, dude, over the weekend on Friday, I went to game, what would it be? Would it be game three, right? 
on what? Friday what, of the Sixers Hawks. Oh, yeah, you were at Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was at Xfinity live and that was the first time that i've looked around and been like holy fuck covid's over because like it i was, was gonna say, if you had to pick a place in and around just the state of pennsylvania to see if covid's still happening i would pick x Vandy live on a sixers night i yes. i went after the game last week and man taylor i'll show you some first videos all, after this wraps up but it was <laughs> it was, it was awesome. wild do you guys but, like going there? Yeah, I love going there. So I liked going there for the game. It's a nightmare for me. Like, <laughs> as soon as the game was over, I said to my friend, like, Let, let's go. Like, yeah, let's go no, back to, yeah. like, like, they live in Maniunk. I was like, let's go there. Like, mm-hmm. You're trekking out there from Maniunk? I, I literally got an Uber home from there after the game last Tuesday. <laughs> well, I mean, I went to the game and yeah. then went to Xfinity okay, yeah, after. No, if you go to the but, game, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, but like, yeah, the Uber to Havertown from Xfinity is like eighty three dollars. I drove with two of my friends, and that's to half there. of your bar tab, I'm sure. No, dude. Luckily, I didn't spend that much at the bar. Dude, I don't know how. Dude, Beers are like eight bucks there. No. Yeah. F- yeah no, usually. after Sixers games, they're three bucks. Wow. Yeah, Friday they had okay. three dollar Michelob Ultra bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah they dude. do a special after or after and during Sixers games. Every usually. time I went to the bar, I was buying three at a time because yeah. of how this is why I wanted to leave after the game because mm-hmm. like, this is fun for the game environment. But like, it's taking me a year to get drinks. So yeah. like, let <laughs> after this is over, like we gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Priorities drinking. There's <laughs> so many. <laughs> bars in that place and every one of them was fucking packed oh dude when i went into pbr after the game that's like, what i was i love that place at. because one i mean i'm gonna sound like seamus here i already know it but i know exactly <laughs> what you're gonna say once it hits 11 o'clock they don't allow dudes on the bull like or not 11 it was probably like 10 because they were only closing or they were only open till 11 up until well, last I thought you weekend. were gonna mention the girls that stand on the tables and their asses oh no not even just, that just vibing i mean that's awesome too but like <laughs> no but they have the, the best job they just sit there and vibe yeah with their ass out yeah it's like not, not really a talent <laughs> is, is like, that is that what it is vibing <laughs> there, listen there's no like that there's no stripping or like dancing yeah you don't throw money they or anything just they just hang out and like hang out with yeah. their ass out like and kind of like they kind of like you know move with the music like maybe like a one two yeah step, but like but dance but like it's not like stripping like they're just vibing <laughs> good for them but no I was gonna say the, uh, the a lot of times they only allow girls on after a certain time on the pool <laughs> it is funny. so and then the the bull operator will just sit there and literally make the girl twerk on it for like ten seconds everybody's just like yeah I was about to say it is hilarious <laughs> how like you'll notice like it's so obvious like I was watching yeah. people go in the bull and. A girl will get on there and you know for 20 to 30 seconds oh, it's yeah, like going yeah. slow like let the they're trying to make mm-hmm. the girl look sexy or whatever and then like they'll eventually kick guy it gets up. on a guy <laughs> gets on they're trying to get him off right the fuck away yep. as soon as the dudes get I mean, on do there, you want to see a guy on there no, but i'm saying it's just funny like as soon as the dudes get on there they kick it in the maximum overdrive yeah. and they're trying to launch you off now i'm gonna insert seamus's voice here man i'd love to see a guy on there for 20 <laughs> to 30 seconds what are you talking about i bet they'd stay on for so long they probably have such strong thighs seamus is at home <laughs> listening to this right now saying taylor i'd love to see you on that pool. <laughs> that's exactly what he's saying right <laughs> taylor, now get those thighs on that bowl right now <laughs> but no that was it, that was the first time i've looked around and been like COVID's over because yeah. that was crazy you no, have yeah. to make me go there first <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back for a game. When I want to. I want to one go to a finals game. Like I don't care how expensive they are. If the Sixers That's are in the finals, must. I'm going to a finals game, and I'm going to go to Xfinity after, obviously. But yes. yeah, <laughs> if the Sixers go to the finals, I am dipping into my savings no matter how much it costs. And exactly. I go to that fucking game. Exactly. But um, what do you what do you think about this next game? You you're taking us. Yeah, I mean at home. Yeah, 
Like, I don't think anything happens of the sort. I think Joel's going to have a bounce-back game, which is, like, that's usually what he follows up a bad game with, is just, like, a 40-point game. And especially so, after Capella talks shit. Yeah. Was it just a bad game, though? I genuinely I think, so. think it was. Because, I mean, I think he was overplaying the whole knee thing, like, during the game. Because, obviously, like, they're showing him on camera, and he's sitting there. He's like, it Ooh. seemed like he was in a, bit, like, in a pissy mood. Like, you know, people were saying, like, tell him, like, the yeah. Atlanta fans to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he just... Didn't look he wasn't feeling it last night, and he came out and said that in the post game presser. He came yeah. out and said, "You know, I just wasn't like my touch wasn't there tonight. Like I literally just had a bad night. Like my knee feels fine. It was aching me a little bit, but I'm fine. But like also, I, I want to believe him, but I'm not. I know, like, but still, well, you know, every shot is see, I, that short. Yeah. Like you're just not getting. You know, I, I like, agree with Taylor. Like the pull up that you need. Yeah, I agree with him a little bit here because I think a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, oh, well, he said he's fine. Joel Embiid is at the point now where he's made it clear that he's going to say yeah, and yeah, do yeah. anything no, to I make know. it look like he's healthy enough to play because he's ready to put it all on the line. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that means he's definitely hurt or this wasn't just a bad game, but that's just something to note. Like, even if he did blow his knee, he would do everything he yeah. could to, you know, fucking make them think he's fine mm-hmm. so he could stay on the court. Which but that's I the thing. Like, you have doctors, like, literally looking at, like, yeah. every day making sure his knee's fine. They wouldn't let him play if something right. wasn't was off. And right. like I saw today, he's questionable. But yeah, he's been questionable for every single game, right. like ever since the knee injury happened. So, like, take that with a grain of salt in my mind. Right. Yeah, shot shots being that short is just a tall tale sign. Is that you got no actual pull up anymore? Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, no, I mean, everybody was I don't concerned. Want to be right. <laughs> no, just, it's just what it looks like. Um, everybody was concerned when he went to the locker room in the first quarter, and I was just. Kind of sitting there because he came back in like five minutes. I was like, "Yeah, he took a shit." Like <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to pull a pole. Maybe that's, maybe that's why he. Uh, well, I mean, no. Literally, the funniest game. part to me was he bricked a couple right before he went to the bathroom or he went to the locker. Room. It's not assuming. <laughs> and then and then as soon as he came back, he was hitting shots. So like that made me think, you know, like he he, did, he didn't want to yeah. trust a fart even after all. <laughs> even after all, he the, had some bad chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> Even after the whole, he was at the twenty four seven McDonald's drive through the night before, and that's why everybody was like, "Oh, he was partying." Was so, he? Yeah, <laughs> in Atlanta. Like people on yeah, yeah, the, people on Twitter. The WIP people were like, "Oh, he's at the twenty four seven. They were like, "He needs to stop partying." It's almost like he doesn't even drink. <laughs> yeah. Somebody literally replied to the the tweet with the poll about whether or not he was over exaggerating the knee. Uh, he needs to just stop partying. Everybody's like. What? <laughs> yeah, partying is like two milkshakes. Yeah, that's his party. Like yeah. the chick, three partying is staying up until like one AM playing FIFA for him. Like <laughs> But like even after the horrible game he had, I still expected that that game winner from him. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. He came close, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then what really sucked too was Ben had to put back, but he was just like yeah, a little too under it. the basket. But you know, just gotta trust the process and I think we're all in agreement that Sixers by a million tomorrow. Oh yeah. But um to jump over to the West real quick, I wanted to talk about the Jokic ejection. What did you think about that? Because <laughs> that's been like a hot hot so, topic. I got a couple things to talk about with that. So one should have been a flagrant one. Should not have been a flagrant two. Yeah. Whatever. My like my, my thing <laughs> on that is like he made it so clear that he intended yeah. to do something because he was mad he didn't get a call. And but like, I don't think he was trying yeah, to hit him in I the agree. face. I agree. Because like otherwise yeah. he wouldn't just do it with his forearm. Right. He'd fucking smack right. the shit 
shit out of him. I saw a lot of people on Instagram. Well, Instagram comments. I don't know why I recite them because like they're just like the worst place in the world. Even worse. Yeah, they're worse than Twitter, which is saying something. So many people were like, oh, he got all ball. It's like, are you ignoring the (laughs) forearm to the nose? Like, yes, his hand got all ball. It's all wind up. His his hand got all ball, but the the forearm smacked him in the nose. Like, and I mean, like, yeah, that definitely should have. That's a situation where it probably should have been a flagrant one. That's not like John Collins running into Dwight Howard's elbow, but like big time. It shouldn't have been an ejection, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, it's MVP in the playoffs. Yeah. You can't. Also, like, really funny to see the MVP get swept. That's all <laughs> yeah. I got to say about that. I mean, I, I, I loved it Couldn't solely because. Game. Yeah. Like, I, I loved it solely because of that. I mean, but did, did they you don't see? have Jamal Murray. The, the Suns are fire. I know that. <laughs> yeah. did, did you see Aaron Gordon during that series? Aaron Gordon is he was fucking terrible. Did you see Michael Porter Jr. Also during that atrocious. series? Also atrocious. Like, like, they were playing is he great. looking at then? Like... No, I know, but like the Suns are also oh, hitting Campazzo, all, all dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> dude, also big time. You're not that guy, buddy. Energy from Jokic after <laughs> Devin Booker came up and dude. Did you see the clip that came out today of his brothers? His brothers his bro- Holy Yo. fuck! His brothers who are yeah. probably as big as he is, standing fucking net tats all the way up, fat gold chains in fucking nothing but Nuggets jerseys. One's got a throwback one on. The other one's got like a yellow one. Oh my god! They're standing there and they're ready to literally kill Devin they Booker on the spot. They might be some of the scariest men I've ever seen. <laughs> well, did you hear the other story, too, that Jokic used to be held down by his one brother while he knives. threw knives around yeah. his head to practice his knife throw? Like, what the fuck, dude? And listen, like, I am half Yugoslavian, so that the Serbians are the same country there. Like, they, they were a part of Yugoslavia. My people, on the Croatians, are nothing like that. Right. <laughs> so, like, dude, some they, people they're built different. Like, People were commenting like Devin Booker's talking shit like Jokic just slept through <laughs> bombing since he was four. <laughs> well, I mean, I think my favorite one is Devin Booker going to wake up to a knock at his door at 4 a.m. and four bald Serbian dudes standing out there with metal bats. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I fully believe that would happen. Now, on the, on the opposite side of the same situation, kind of, you have Sons and Four guy. <laughs> who is a, a, an internet sensation who Devin Booker like found was on awesome, Instagram yeah. and shit like you, you saw that <laughs> yeah. right yeah. No, no, he, I, he, I saw the he, original not he Devin. tweeted the picture Devin Booker was like I need to find this guy's info <laughs> for anyone that is like numb to viral viral videos out there the video is basically just uh, uh the pre story is that the Nuggets fans and him were exchanging words about the game and like he said like your chain is fake so they poured a beer on him and then he just beat the shit out of them. And the funniest part was he was grabbing the dude by the chain, mm-hmm. hitting him with these uppercuts, just smiling. <laughs> He's a complete nut It was job. a Denver crowd, and they were cheering him on. <laughs> so these dudes must have been real pricks because he was... He was getting cheered, beating the shit out of two dudes in Nuggets jerseys, <laughs> and then goes sons and four. Did you see the video of the two guys after? No. No. Yeah, casual and bombs. You know. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's probably why they're getting shocking. And yeah. here's the here's the thing: if this was if that was a guy in a Sixers jersey, the narrative wouldn't be, "Oh, he's so funny." It would be, yeah. "Wow, what a Philly scumbag." Yep. Just gonna put that out there. Not I mean, it's true. About us, but it's completely true. No, that was that's one of my favorite things I've seen. <laughs> it was so fucking but funny. That series was an, an absolute ass kicking. Yeah, that was awesome to see. Honestly, the Suns are fucking good. And guess I, what? I love the Suns, if dude. If the Sixers aren't it, gonna raise, if it's not gonna be Joel Embiid hoisting that trophy, God, yeah. do I want it to be Chris Paul? I know. I know. It probably will be. They're they're all right, not, Taylor. They, they're get abso- a dog, dude. They're absolutely <laughs> peaking at the right time. Like no, yeah, they are. I they're, 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 they're the healthiest team right now. Yeah, yeah that's true. And outside of, we'll talk about the other series going on in the West in a second. But like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if either of them are fucking with the Suns. Like, they're both obviously they have their stars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the I don't Suns, think 
The Suns give me like a, obviously not the same exact play style, but they give me like a, a Spurs vibe where like mm-hmm. they just play so well with each other. Yeah, like they, they, fit. they know where they're going to be. They mm-hmm. know where to put the ball. They know who's got the hot hand at the right time. Like they just know what to do. Yeah. And Monty Williams should have been coach of the year. Yes, 100%. Tom Thibodeau doesn't know how to fucking get himself out of a uh, cave no. but <laughs> with one opening. Uh, dude, it would be so <laughs> awesome if the Sixers had a player like Mikael Bridges, man. I mean, Shut like, the fuck up. It just, <laughs> where can we find a guy like that? Tobias um, Harris, duh. It's, 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 it's painful to say. but It really does suck to see. But, but like The impact Chris Paul's had on this team is yeah. insane. Yeah. I mean, I that's mean, just the Chris Paul effect. Yeah. Like, you've Devin seen everybody Booker talking about it. was obviously like already great, but yeah. like DeAndre Ayton has really taken a step. He definitely has. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the extra motivation of having somebody there that can actually yeah. like coach you and like, on the court. There's not many great centers in the NBA, so this isn't even like a hot take, but mm-hmm. like, he's already like now risen to like being one of the top centers. Like, yeah. I'd I mean, say obviously he's probably there's a, like top yeah. four or five. If you're not counting AD as a center, obviously the top tier is Embiid, Jokic, and I guess Rudy. Yeah. I mean, you have to put Rudy in there. At that point, though, DPO after those wise, three, like Ayton's right there. Yeah. No, definitely, because I mean he's been great defensively. He he didn't necessarily shut down Jokic, but he did what he had to to prevent Jokic from putting up forty points a game. Yeah, which is hard to do against the guy. He's a fucking because he's an absolute animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean a guy that like is like almost seven fo- or is he seven foot? Yeah, he's probably seven foot. And, and fat. used to play point and, guard. And he's just fat. And, and he, he used to play point yeah, guard. And he's, like he's he can bring the ball up. He can shoot a three. Like it's crazy. Yeah, his defense is something that needs to work. I, I mean, that's the only like. I think it was going into last season. I saw a five-minute highlight clip of him where like it would be off a rebound or something, and instead of going back to run on defense, he would just intentionally foul. <laughs> it's like it's like oh my god, but Vince. That was when he was fat, dude. <laughs> I mean, he's not no fucking. He's not in great shape now. He lost a lot of it's, weight. I'll yeah, give him that. The extra paleness does not yeah, help. It yeah. definitely doesn't. But now, which I feel your pain. That Nicola. guy was right. I mean. Just the fact that that guy was right about the Suns and Four thing made yeah, it all that better. So much funnier. So I mean, let's talk about who they could possibly play. We got the Clippers and the and the fucking Jazz. That series sucks. I still don't know who I want to root for because on one hand, nothing would make me more upset than seeing Rudy Gobert lift possibly an NBA I, Finals cha- Finals MVP trophy. But on the other hand, I, I mean, no, as we Mitchell know, would get it. Let's be honest. Yeah. But like, okay. Seeing him lift a finals trophy. Yes. Would make seeing me, him lift Larry O'Brien would make me want to blow my brains out. Projectile vomit. And yeah. I hate the jazz. Mm-hmm. Then on the other hand, obviously, as we know, I have a friend, a good friend who's yep. a big Clippers fan yep. who talks a lot of shit. And, and you'd never hear the wins, end of it. If he wins the championship, he will never let me hear the end of it. And mm-hmm. we also have a $50 bet on which one of our teams would win the championship <laughs> first. So what happens? So if, I know if $50. Neither. How how old is uh, Colton again. He's he's my age, twenty two. He's been a Clippers fan for a while. He gave up on the Sixers during the process. Wait, did, did you hear the uh, one Barkley quote about the Clippers? No. He was like, "I've been fat. I've been in shape. I've been dead broke, and I've been one of the richest people that I've ever known." During all those times, the Clippers have sucked. <laughs> it's, it's literally fact. Like I'll make fun of him because like. I'll be like, he'll, he'll call us a poverty franchise because like we did the process and everything. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, brother, Jesus you've Christ. never <laughs> been to the Western Conference Finals. you never made never. anything. Nobody in LA cares still. They don't have a single <laughs> retired jersey. Chris Paul is the greatest Clipper ever by yeah. far. It was, and the second greatest is Blake fucking Griffin. <laughs> it wasn't until like Doc Rivers last season that they would still have the like uh, Lakers stuff hanging yeah. everywhere. <laughs> like, like, But I know that he's going to run his mouth forever if they win. Oh, so yeah, I obviously. don't know who to root for. I mean, I would rather see the Clippers win because I don't think they can beat the Suns. I also think they're going to win. 
Yeah, the, I the hope Jazz they are do. Dead. I think the Jazz are dead. The ja- I just fucking hate Rudy Baguette so much, dude. Like he could fuck. Let's off. talk about Kawhi fucking baptizing uh, Derek, <laughs> Derek Favors. Favors. Last oh night. my god, Joel Embiid was reacted to it. During that was so funny presser. during the post game. I mean, he was definitely just trying to get attention off himself, but <laughs> I mean, it was he, also hilarious. That was one of the craziest posters I've seen in years. It was fucking like I mean, that's just Kawhi though. Like he Kawhi can do down that. Down o two is one of the scariest players ever. That yeah, moment, he'll sit there with a completely like, like straight look on his yeah, face. Obviously, it's like a meme, but like that motherfucker is literally a machine. Yeah, no, no, he actually is a robot. And Paul George is kind of Paul George this uh, offseason has kind of like left the playoff P thing behind a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you got to give the guy props. He's He's good. Can we stop? He's good. No, he's. I no, no, I'm saying you got to give the guy props. Like yeah. he's I mean, actually every, like showed general, up this year for the playoffs. Yeah, a general. I think the narrative about Paul George has always been he's a great player until the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, this is his first time he's really popping off. This year he's been great. I mean. We have yet to see the. I mean, I guess down two zero is pretty fucking. Um, you know, you see what your team is all about. Yeah. But yeah, I want to see like Paul George in like a in like a tough game seven. Mm-hmm. That then will prove it to me because I feel like the last game seven in the playoffs we saw Paul George in was the Nuggets last year, obviously, and he played abysmal. Well, it was against the the fucking. Uh, did they Mavs. go? To, did they go to seven? And, oh yeah, they did go to seven. Yeah. In that okay. Never mind then. <laughs> I'm completely wrong. Which well, he he played okay. I mean, he didn't play fantastic he in that. He he scored over twenty, but like he could have. Right. I felt like so, done a little better considering the Mavs are a terrible defensive yeah. team. So me and you were in agreement that the Clippers will probably take the series. So I fucking hope. Assuming so. that they, they will. Assu- yeah. yeah. They're, okay. They're they're doubling Mitchell every time. So what yeah. would you look at in the yeah. Suns versus Clippers? Who, who are we taking there? I mean, I think the Suns go because, I mean, I just think they are on a fucking tear this year. I don't think you right. can stop them. I mean, it's gonna if we make it to the finals, it's going to be a really tough matchup because I think they match up really well with us. Yeah. I, like, my thing about picking that series is, like, sometimes I just look at it like the, the Clippers are going to have the best player on the court mm-hmm. by a good margin. Yeah. Like, Kawhi is the best. He's the top five player at his peak in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, right now he's playing out of his fucking mind yeah so like it'll be a hard hard one for the suns but i think that they're deeper yeah no they definitely are i think that they hit more threes obviously also i don't know how that how you really defend ayton because i mean like zubats zubats is like okay but he's like that's really their only jazz need to take advantage of these small ball lineups the clippers are doing oh definitely like and that's something that the suns should do i mean you when you have ayton Mm-hmm. And I mean, fuck the Jazz of Gobert, and they're just not taking advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, the, well, the crazy part there is, I mean, obviously Rudy isn't necessarily an offensive center. Yeah, like he's obviously the defensive center. Oh, that just like, that just reminded me, we uh, kind of skipped over the fact that the Sixers have three All NBA guys. Fucking ben fantastic! First, I cannot Joel believe Matisse I'm second. so proud of Matisse. I'm so I am happy so goddamn proud of Matisse. Obviously, he deserves it. Yeah. I was worried they wouldn't give him it. I didn't think they would at all. And, like, seeing that come across and seeing him get it, I was just like, fuck yeah, kid. Like, go get yours. Like He's he's a defensive player of the year in the making, obviously. He definitely is. If, if he gets starting minutes, he is. Do like, you guys see up. the defensive teams come out? I didn't see the, the offensive whole thing. Or like, the, no, all, all NBA oh, defense. Oh. We were just talking about the Sixers. I, yeah. didn't, see, I didn't see anyone else. Was, I, know, um, I think but it, Pat, Pat Bev made it, didn't he? No. Like, the no, second no, team? No. Oh, I thought, he, I thought someone said he did. Uh, I was about was to freak it? out. But Rudy over Joel for yeah. first team? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he won Defensive Player of the Year. You so. gotta kind of put him there yeah. just because well, he won DPOY. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, <clears throat> fucking 2013. Obviously, I'm a LeBron stand, so I'm gonna bring this up. 2013, LeBron was not only one vote away from uh, cons- the first ever. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you get all the finals and MV- finals or MVP votes? 
What, unanimous. What was unanimous. Oh, unanimous. LeBron yeah. was one vote away from the first unanimous MVP, but a New York writer voted for Melo. Not only that, he uh, finished second for Defensive Player of the Year to Mark Gasol when LeBron was first team all defense and Gasol was second team. So that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> it's, it's voter fatigue. It's a very real thing. So anyway, yeah, the same thing with here. I, I expected Gobert to be over Embiid just because he won. Yeah, like, yeah, like Derek, Derek Rose should have not gotten MVP that season. That was no. LeBron's, obviously. Same thing happened with Kobe. He lost two to Nash unfairly, I think. Shaq. Shaq, too. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of... I think the only players never happened. It was like... I guess Jordan maybe it happened to him once or twice. But... But no, um, no, Giannis I, made it too, didn't he? And he I made, yes, yeah, he Giannis. made first team. First team, uh, it was so first team is Rudy, Ben, Draymond, Giannis, and Drew Holiday, which I agree with Drew Holiday 100. He's been a fantastic perimeter defender. Um, second. second team was Bam, Jimmy, Joe, uh, Jimmy Butler, Matisse, Thibault, and Kawhi. I so I, I mean, I definitely agree with a lot of that. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with all of it. What don't you agree with? I don't. I mean, Giannis. I don't think he deserves. I don't think first. Giannis deserves first either. Yeah, like I just, I just didn't. Push, I didn't like pu- that. Push Giannis a second and push Kawhi out. In my opinion. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Kawhi I, is a defensive yeah. force anymore. Yeah, I think he's become a crazy offensive force. Mm-hmm. But I think his best defensive days are way behind him now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's like a hot take. Yeah, it's gonna really hurt when the All NBA teams come out and Joel's second team because. The NBA they is did still come out. The M- did the I all think. NBA teams come out? I could have sworn I just the saw NBA it. is still stuck in their fucking medieval positional ways. Yeah, like, I know. Dude, fuck it. Give me the five best players in the oh, NBA. Here it is. Here it is. So um <clears throat> Shams just tweeted about a half hour ago. Uh first team is Jokic, Giannis, Steph, Luca, and Kawhi. Uh, Second is Chris Paul, Dame, Joe, Julius Randle, LeBron. Third is Kyrie, Brad Beal, uh, Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Paul George. Like, I'm sorry, but fuck the position thing. Embiid should yeah. also be first team. No, I 100% agree. Like, give me the five best players. I don't care about position. Yeah. No, it's Like, it's, it's a positionless game anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it Especially, just is. Like, literally, like, the only position I feel like that is true is, like, center at this point. It's, because of the fact that, I mean, even with, like, you see the Clippers running small ball centers and shit yeah. like that. So that's a little different. But, like, I feel like if somebody's seven feet tall... Or over seven feet tall, like significantly, they're going to play center. Right. And they're probably going to be a good center. I feel like that's the only one that's kind of set in stone. Jimmy Butler at third team is kind of wild this year. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't great this I year, know. and he missed a ton of the I season. I consistently yeah. go back and forth on who I think the most overrated player in the NBA is, and it's a toss-up between Rudy Gobert and Jimmy Butler. I think they're both insanely overrated players. For the for the, I'm not saying they're bad necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the level at which they are regarded, they just aren't that. I'd, I'd say it's Rudy. Defensive player, it's definitely, yeah, it's a, definitely Rudy for me. Three, being a three-time DPOI, he he'd be one of the defensive goats, and he's just not that. Yeah. And then you have Jimmy, who people think just because he fucking likes to suck his own dick about going <laughs> to the gym at three a.m. <laughs> Every fucking team he's been on, in yeah. some way, shape, or form, he's caused problems. Yeah, they're just like falling apart. It even happened in Miami the couple weeks before that series, and then Sham said there was some shit going on mm-hmm. there. Every team. I don't care that he fucking wakes up at 4 a.m. and is mean to his teammates yeah. like Jordan was. I don't care. He's not <laughs> that good. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was maybe as good as Jordan was. I had my Sixers blinders sure. on for him when he was here. Yeah. And I, I loved the asshole attitude, but like, yeah. it's it just, fit it's Philly. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so, he's just not 
he's not that great. Yeah, not no. at all. I mean, I think he's kind of proven that with this past season. Like, I'm I stupidly locked were... in for the playoffs, yeah. then getting outscored <laughs> by Bryn Forbes. Like, come on, come I think on. That was the funniest part. Just watching Bryn Forbes rain threes on the Heat. Like, I got that it. was such a bad, bad series. <laughs> it was so funny. But the last series we have to talk about is. Going tonight, I guess the game probably already started, right? It did. Yeah. What's it? What's it looking like? I haven't checked. Uh, it's but about we got, to come back. We got Bucks versus Nets. Mm-hmm. The return of Harden tonight after. <laughs> so just take a guess. Just take a guess what the I, score is. I'm gonna guess the Bucks are up. Just take. A, like I don't how even much know what quarter though? it is. They're up by ten. Yeah, twelve two. Oh, okay. Oh wow, spot on. <laughs> I, I swear to God, you I did didn't check, look. you bastard. But, um, <laughs> so Kyrie goes out. First of all, let's address this again because mm-hmm. people can't seem to uh, for, remember certain things. Uh, Glenn Davis, big baby, he comes out with the take when Kyrie gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the same ankle that he used to stomp on Lucky? Like, shut the fuck up. Grown-ass men crying about a fucking painting logo. Oh it's what kind of world do we live in? I don't even like Kyrie Irving. So I'm, I'm not like that eager to come to his defense here. Yeah. But like, it is <laughs> absolutely so fucking ridiculous. Like, first it was the whole, oh, that dude should have threw a water bottle at him. He stepped <laughs> up a little, just keep it to booing, man. Like, Dude, what are you shit. talking about? We're Philly fans. He should have thrown a water bottle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know why sports fans can't just like not A, like use racial slurs when they get offended Mm -hmm. or B, like pour popcorn or throw water bottles or like, can we just stick to like booing and like, (laughs) oh, you're an asshole. Fuck you. Like, why does it have to be like he deserved that bottle and now he deserved to dislocate his ankle? (laughs) It's it's silly. And fuck Glenn Davis. The Glenn Davis was sitting on the bench at Boston. Kevin Garnett was making him cry. (laughs) I'm I'm tired of these bums having these opinions. (laughs) Kyrie Irving is 10 times the player Glenn Davis ever was. Real quick aside, uh, I went to college in Orlando, and I was there for a couple years when uh, he was playing for the Magic. Mm-hmm. I know a couple people that have like the most hilarious, dumbest drunk stories of seeing that guy just like wandering around Orlando thinking he's a man. And everybody's like, all right, dude. Like, <laughs> like between, that checks out. Between yeah. him and these fucking... NBA Twitter 12-year-olds hiding behind their <laughs> Celtics logo or at prime Tatum season like <laughs> saying like, oh, well, Kyrie shouldn't have said Boston's racist and shouldn't have blah, blah, blah. It's a fucking logo, man. <laughs> it's Giannis, a leprechaun. <laughs> Giannis sat on our logo and don't get me wrong. I'm sure the Philly fans are like, oh, fuck him. Mm-hmm. But like, if Giannis blew out his ACL, I wouldn't have been like, oh, he deserved it. Yeah, no. Fuck that. It's a Just because you shut on our look. Like, get the fuck out of here. And then, like, they were like, oh, he's disrespecting, like, legends and he's disrespecting a fan base. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, like, he stands up for, like, race equality, but, like, he's disrespecting uh, Bill Russell, who did the same thing. It's like, do you motherfuckers forget Bill Russell couldn't even stay in the same hotel as the team? <laughs> yeah. Bill Russell requested that his jersey retirement mm-hmm. be fucking team only and no fans because yep. of how bad they treated him. And then Kevin Garnett only came to uh, the water bottle guy's defense because he was wearing a Garnett jersey. (laughs) A bootleg Garnett jersey. I respect that because I, you know, but I just, (laughs) I I don't fucking understand that take at all. But that's beyond the point. So Kyrie gets hurt and uh, I don't know how Harden's doing in this game, but like, I think they rushed him back completely. I mean, so um, stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. We were talking about it before the show. I think it's the opposite of what the Lakers are doing with AD here. Like, and I think it's completely 
like they're wrong. Like the Lakers, if anything, have more of a reason to rush AD back than the Nets do to rush Harden. Because mm-hmm. LeBron's going to be 37 next year. Yeah. The Lakers, I could see them being like, all right, like you're hurt, but like play banged up because like our title window is going to close with LeBron. Like we need this now. Whereas the Nets, let Harden sit out. Like you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna be the best team in the East next year when all three of these. Well, assuming they're all healthy now, if mm-hmm. all three of these guys play together next year, you're gonna be right back in this spot. Is it worth it to go all in right now and risk Harden's health? And guess what? You get to come back to Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton <laughs> right. being you up. Right. Good so luck. Like, even if he doesn't get re-injured, which I, you know I hope doesn't happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that he's gonna be a hundred percent. And yeah, like when you're going up against now that you're going up against a defender like Drew Holiday yeah. on a already bad hamstring, like it, it might be an ugly game for him. Yeah. And now this is a take that I wanted to get off because I got in this argument in our group chat and with people in general. And I think you might have been involved the whole LeBron thing. Or no, oh, you weren't. But No, I purposely ignore whenever you start talking about LeBron. So my, my point <laughs> is like we had an argument about Kevin Durant and how everyone's you know, he's the best player in the world, blah blah blah. And like I agree to an extent. Because like when I said that, is this a legacy game for KD? Assuming that he was going to play alone in this game. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, nah, KD's still the best player in the world. Like, we don't expect him to carry this dog shit team. And I was like, well, that's fucking funny. Because, like, if LeBron was in the same position and he didn't carry this team, everyone would fucking clown him. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, well, how is he the best player in the world if he can't carry a team? So I just think it's funny how, like, Kevin Durant, his whole career has had the luxury of being able to fall back on Harden, Ibaka, and uh, Westbrook. Then he goes to Golden State and has the luxury of falling back on Steph and Clay. Now he's in Brooklyn, has the luxury of falling back on Harden and Kyrie. As soon as they go out, at first when he's playing great and they're in, everyone's sucking his dick. He's the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. They go out and suddenly hands off like, oh, he's just not the type of player that can yeah. carry a team. Like we don't expect it's, out of him. He's still the greatest. Yeah. I think it's unfair. It's very. It's unfair. such a. Fu- it's such a I, fucking. Yeah. Uh, it's just not fair to look. I definitely agreed with you. I, when yeah. I read a little bit or whatever, like there was a million texts. I, was like, like, I, I saw his, a couple of his them. His play style like, yeah, no, is different right here. than LeBron's. Yeah. But in my opinion, to be the greatest player in the world, you should at least win one game. Because uh, this is what my point was. I was saying he needs to win one game, assuming Harden and Kyrie were out. Like mm-hmm. even with this team, I was like, if he doesn't win one game, that's like, he, he's a fraud. He can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, he yeah, I'm not it's, saying, it's not out of the room. I'm not saying he can't, but I was saying can he and they were all like oh well it doesn't matter like we don't expect him to he's not that kind of player but also saying he's the greatest player in the world mm-hmm. and I was like well like what is this shit because LeBron gets shit if his fucking teams are even a lick good and then if they're bad and he doesn't carry them suddenly he's he's Off- a fraud offensively Durant's the most unsellable guy in the NBA I agree mm-hmm. like it's it's not close and then like yeah. you got like people on Twitter and in the group chat saying like, oh, well, like this this team that KD would have without Kyrie and Harden is worse than any team LeBron ever carried, which I just think is false. 2007 Cavs, terrible. 2018 Cavs, really there, fucking bad. There, there is something to say, though, that you know, chemistry wise, at least, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like you're, it's a very like, like, you're, you're, you're losing two legit starters. You're like, okay, yeah. granted, yeah, your team isn't, or like a LeBron team isn't going to be having two other all legit all-stars with him, but mm-hmm. it's still like the guys he's right. been playing with for the whole season. So uh, I think it's kind of hard to compare it that way. It's just like, 
oh, here are these great tools. Of oh, just kidding, those tools yeah. are gone, and now you just have these little woodshed things. Yeah, like one of my my one of my main arguments when saying KD should win, I don't expect him to win the series if those two were out. I was saying yeah. he should get a game. Like there should be a game where KD goes for fifty mm-hmm. and wins the game for his team. Like he's the best player in the world. I want to see it. Like my prime example of that was people were like. Again, like, oh, well, the team sucks. Like, he, sh- he shouldn't get a game over the Milwaukee without them two. But, like, 2015 finals, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love go out. LeBron's best three teammates were Timothy Mozgov, Tristan Thompson, and Matthew Dellavedova. And he, mm-hmm. st- he pushed it to six against the fucking Warriors. Yeah. Like, so he won with a far worse team against a far better team. J.R. Mm-hmm. Smith would like a word. <laughs> Amon Chumper would like the word. Every time I think of J.R. Smith, I just think of what he did in 2018. Yeah. And hey, you know, we have a player on our team now who got away with a, a moment there, mm-hmm. missing that free throw. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, missed free throws happen. Forgetting yeah. the fucking score of a finals <laughs> game in the last 10 seconds. That doesn't happen. But yeah, I don't mean to make the spell of Brown, but I just I got in that point where I was like, Okay, Katie's the best player in the world. Like, show me. Go. Not that I don't believe it already, but like, mm. let's see you get one. Yeah. By no, yourself. I agree. You're, you're totally valid saying who, that. Who else is going to be LeBron? Like, I think that's a gold no. standard because it's a gold standard. Oh, no one. I'd say that's like the platinum standard at yeah. that point. This, like, yeah. This, this rage it's, was kind of. It's unattainable standard yeah. that yeah. we're putting Durant. This rage was kind of pushed out of me by people on Twitter who were probably just trolls, and they, they succeeded just being like, Katie's better <laughs> yeah, than LeBron. I, I can tell. Katie's better than LeBron. <laughs> KD is equal all time as LeBron. Like, no, no, he's not. Like, mm-hmm. he's just not. He's. Recency bias. He's one of the great. He's one of, if not the greatest offensive players ever, mm-hmm. but he's just. I mean, yeah. listen, when you're 12 years old and you barely remember, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> when you only know the Clippers are good, yeah, yeah, that, that what a world that is. When you only know the Clippers as a good team, hey, you only know the Browns are good now, right? Yeah, you got two Could good you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine not remembering the Browns' bad seasons? Mike, it's the same thing as the Clippers. <laughs> I know, but like, <laughs> but what do we think happens in this series now? Obviously, there's a game going on right now, so mm-hmm. like, it, it and this game obviously twenty two ten by the way twenty two ten yeah. yeah. So we, do who do we think takes? This series, like obviously, we're not watching the game right now, so we don't know what's going on exactly. I but, think well, Taylor. I genuinely think Bucks do. Yeah, I like mean, if if Kyrie can't come back, Kyrie's going to be done. I think for this series, at yeah, least. he yeah he, the the MRI came back negative, which I think is worse that it's not a break because mm-hmm. it's probably a, you know it's a tear or a dislocation or something, which is worse than break. Mm-hmm. So like, don't love that for him. Yeah, Harden. Again, I don't know how he's going to play tonight. Obviously, you I mean, last I checked, he was yeah. <laughs> and like, I could see him getting. Not that I want this to happen. I could see him re-injuring himself. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't like the. It went. It's crazy how quick it went from Nets are going to sweep this to they're probably going to lose. Yeah. So I mean, that's what happens when you get put together a super team on a COVID season know, that yeah. is hob- like hobbled already. Sixers, Bucks, possible Eastern Conference Finals. I wouldn't mind that at all. I feel like this is the series that people have been waiting for a while. Yeah. I feel like the... Because we haven't met with the Bucs in the playoffs the last couple of years. Like, no, we played, no, we haven't. We got not knocked since. out by Toronto, who played Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Last year, obviously, we get swept by the yep. Celtics. Probably not since Iverson year. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, the only year that they made it was 2019, so let's not act like they've done their part either. No, but yeah. But, like, no, this is a matchup that I've been, like, kind of anticipating in the playoffs for three years now. I mean, this year especially just added some fuel to yeah. the fire with the honest bullshit right. in one game. And especially but when yeah. we've been two, we've been two of the teams that have been sitting in the top three of this conference for the last three years. Mm-hmm. I know last year we were, like, fourth or fifth or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, for the general 
part of the season we were like top three and like yeah. they've obviously been too so like this has been a series that i've been waiting to see for a while it's highly anticipated and definitely. i think that we match up great against them i do yeah no 100 percent. because i mean you're gonna have to make drew create for himself if uh you're throwing simmons on yeah. middleton or you're throwing Embiid on you like right. like obviously you're probably gonna put Embiid on lopez but right if you're throwing like <sighs> Toby, I mean Toby on Giannis is going to be a tough matchup, but yeah, they'll, they'll double Embiid with Giannis yeah. and Lopez yeah. each time. It needs to be Ben on Giannis. That times. would also be sick at all times. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be reverse that. It's going to be Ben and Joel with Giannis. Yeah, yeah, probably. It so should. it probably just cancels each other out. Mm-hmm. Right. Assuming like assuming health for both teams, mm-hmm. what would you what would you take in that series? Like. Obviously, we're gonna say. I think it goes to Sixers seven, fans, regardless. But. No, I think it goes to seven, regardless. And I think Sixers, just I, because. Uh, yeah, if we I can, think we have a better. If defense. we stay healthy, I think we're the best team in the East. And they lost a really big piece of their offense with Dante Divincenzo. I don't think people yeah. are realizing how big of a piece he was no, when you're looking he's at a big piece. Yeah, I mean, like he's not a big name. Yeah, but he's a critical role player. Mm-hmm. And I think that people kind of undervalue that, especially when you see, um, what was it, game three? Yeah, where, the Bucks aren't an incredibly deep team. Yeah, well, you see where only Middleton and Giannis scored in the first quarter. They put up 15 each, didn't, but then as soon as they stopped scoring, no one else did. Yeah. And then we, that's caught up. Dude, what, speaking of which, before we even move on real quick, what was that game game three of the Bucks Nets that was like, a 90s basketball game. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, was, the score it was, was like in the 83, 89. Yeah, dude, it was terrible. Didn't, didn't Middleton and Giannis combine for like 70 of the yeah, points? Yeah. Yeah, like that was, that was an <laughs> Nobody was hitting threes. Game. Like it was just but, atrocious yeah, all around. But, I mean, if we're looking at our predictions here, it looks like it would be Phoenix versus yeah. in the in the finals. Which I would love to see more than anything. That would be electric. Yeah. Dude, the two fan bases have probably been like the most electric fan bases in the playoffs, honestly. Yeah. So like I would l- absolutely love And to like see how that. nice of a switch would that be? Like the Phoenix Suns versus the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. in the finals like It's the two Chuck teams. That's that's like <laughs> That's like oh, I wonder who he'd who he'd be rooting for. He'd go for the Suns, dude. He's a bitch. <laughs> but he, like he would totally root for the Suns. I know it. It's it would be such a nice change of pace from like what we've had recently. Like obviously mm-hmm. like to go back a little bit earlier into the 2010s you have fucking warriors calves for yeah. four years and yeah then, welcome to the nba yeah <laughs> warriors raptors and then mm-hmm. what was it at the lakers and lakers the Heat, yeah like all like big time not that the sixers aren't a big time franchise but just like we've been in, you know as daryl Morey would say in the mud for so long took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> for so long that like it w- and phoenix too phoenix has been through yeah. a lot like yeah i remember just two years ago or a, a year ago mm-hmm. when people were saying devin booker is an overrated stat pattern mm-hmm. who doesn't Trade care about him. winning yep. yeah draymond like, green going on tnt saying he needs to get out of there yeah yeah, yeah. I, that was after they like literally won eight straight in the bubble and then couldn't make the playoffs draymond, yeah. green, sucked. draymond green makes for a good uh commentator i, I, I really like him as a commentator i, I enjoy yeah. him a lot yeah He's a lot mind. better than fucking Marv, dude. Uh, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep every the, time I hear Marv call a fucking this is, game. This, I think I might have even said this on the last pod. This is the one thing I hate about the late playoffs, yep. not getting to listen to the... Mark and Allah. Mark and Allah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I hate the national guys because, like, last night sounded like we were listening to a home Hawks call. Mm-hmm. No, like, yeah, we were, literally were. They were genuinely excited for every Hawks bucket yeah. and, like, in the most monotone voice, we're announcing ours. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I don't need an announcer to suck our dicks every time we score. But, like, but at least Paul, you know where Turner nice. Broadcasting is based out of? 
What's up? I said, do you know where Turner Broadcasting is based out of? I'm guessing it went. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, there you go. So do you know where lost. the NBA on TNT studio is at? It went. So it was just a, it was a home it was a home call for the yeah. Hawks, and yeah. it sucks. But I wouldn't mind seeing Draymond uh, get into that uh, the TNT halftime crew. I would honestly love if Draymond called one of our games because I feel like he wouldn't shit on Simmons at all. I'm just gonna be honest because they are very similar knows players. What he's talking exactly. About Did you like the uh, Richard Jefferson call? I think it was the was what, if it was the last ESPN Jazz Clippers game. I think, or I no, no, the last um, Phoenix ESPN game. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I don't. I mean, the, just the fact that I don't remember greatly must <laughs> yeah. mean he was fine. I mean, I did, and I, I'm not really like big commentator guy, but I like mm-hmm. them a lot. I'm not a big commentator guy, but like, there's not many great NBA no. commentators. Yeah, like, no. it's not like the NFL. Like, the NFL has like their staple commentary teams. Like, mm-hmm. and I r- still hate a lot of them. Like, but <laughs> yeah, like, like as much as I fucking hate Collinsworth, like him and Michaels are objectively they're good. iconic. Yeah, and yeah. you have like Romo and Nance who are a hot. Duo I love Romo as a commentator I, I like Romo a lot too. Love and them. then like I think the best in the NFL is Buck and Aikman right now. I. Listen, man, Joe Buck used to suck bad, but I think he has still completely turned it around. stand him. But then the NBA, who do you have? Like, I mean, like, him. Kevin Harlan is good, but, like, I feel like 2K burnout leads you to not even want to <laughs> listen to Kevin Harlan. Or, like, fucking Marv. Like, I'd rather mute my Thank TV. Thank God he's retiring. <laughs> I'd rather mute my TV. And then, like, on TNT, you got the players only shit with Reggie Miller. Like, mm. he's terrible, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he hasn't been great. The only commentator I ever need is Scott Hansen. <laughs> he's the man just, I love Scott just give me fucking Allah and, and Mark on every call ever please. I know like, I know I mean uh, no I don't think oh, it, I think it's all these Sixers also, because Allah is way too much of a yeah. homer oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, I could Allah do without there, Allah he'd be watching another game being like see if Joel Embiid was playing yeah. in this game that's why I love him <laughs> no, it's I a know. good balance mm-hmm. but I don't it know is. if they do this for every Sixers game like uh, but uh, they had the guy that calls the starting lineups at Xfinity on Friday. It was electric. Oh, my God. That's I, awesome. I forget his name. Uh, I want to say Dan Baker, but that's Phillies, obviously. <laughs> oh, but, uh, James just has it Matt, implanted in my head. Matt, not Barry. Matt's on... I don't remember. He, he's, on, he's on one of the radio stations. He announced the, the starting lineups, and then he that's did like, so the, he awesome. did like the, the play-by-play kind of thing he does, where like he announced, like, oh. like he was doing the shit throughout the game, and it was that's electric. That's so cool. That's so fucking cool. But yeah, that was a fun time, but... um. Pat, anything uh, you'd like to say in closing here? I do. Before we close, uh, two things. One, happy about the Nick Mullins signing for the Eagles. Like it? I do like that. Yeah. Maybe number two. I don't know yet. We'll see. We will see. (laughs) But um, also. Joe Flacco's competing for the starting job. (laughs) What don't you understand? Joe Flacco. (laughs) Joe Flacco, an elite quarterback. (laughs) Dude, I've been watching Mayor of Easttown and that fucking. I still have to watch it. Do you hear yourself? The <laughs> do you hear yourself? What my do yeah. I have it? I'm saying when you're watching it, oh. you're, do you like? I I can hear people that I know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm you don't no, hear 100%. yourself. I don't think that I talk like that. Oh my god! <laughs> Take a really close listen at when we speak on the I podcast. Guess. I guess next time you listen to Good like god, when you listen Vince. to this episode, <laughs> but like hers Take is a, like listen intense closely. and like overdone. But well, like, I mean, yeah, I, that's I the only it. way you yeah. get it across. It's a good show. <laughs> like, I'm only halfway through, so no spoilers, but good show. I haven't seen any of it, so. Oh, good show. 
but yeah anyway go on um and then i also wanted to give out a shout out to design tree and drew smith on twitter because they i won this shirt from them they gave me another thrust the process shirt i literally only won one shirt it wasn't even this shirt it was the joel Embiid thrusting the process yeah i saw you wearing that but i mean that was my good luck shirt until last night but uh you gotta retire it yeah i know it's gonna be this one next so (laughs) i you know what i realized in this hawk series i can no longer wear my joel Embiid jersey i wore it for both losses I wore it burn game it. one, and I wore it burn last it. night. Burn it. You guys are so goofy. Burn it. However, Shut up, Taylor. I'm gonna have, <laughs> so the ne- tomorrow, I will be wearing my Matisse Thibault jersey, which we are 1-0 in. All right. Fuck yeah. So Love gonna, to hear it. I'm going to see how that rides out. All right. I have but, a, it's a nice white, white away ooh, Matisse there jersey. Go. There you go. But uh, no, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Drew and Design Tree because they've been great. This is the second they time I've seen, won something from them. They have, they have fantastic designs. Like Their prices aren't bad either. I highly recommend it's going to Design like Tree. It's like a Grateful Dead style. Yeah. It's this is awesome. Yeah. This is, I think, my favorite of the three they sent me. Yeah, it's cool. And I wasn't even expecting it. Yeah, so I dig it. Uh, the back's got like the same logo. It's a little bigger, and you can see where it says Joel says suck it. <laughs> I love that. But it's they they make awesome products, so I definitely recommend going out and taking a look at their website. Right on. All right, so uh, Seamus, we've been thinking about you the whole time. Taylor, especially, I could tell that he missed you, and I know that I've hearing been that about you, baby. I know that hearing this will make you feel really good. So we look forward to seeing you next week, Seamus, and we look forward to talking to you guys all again next week. See you, See you guys.